Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into an edition of Apples Apples. That is, again, a bit of a throwback edition, partially because, Dad, you are back to being sick. Well, no, not really. I'm not, not, you're going to tell me you're not sick. You just got done telling me for five minutes that you were sick. I said, I said we have red tide, which makes everybody sick. That doesn't make you not sick. Yeah, it's uh, when you're indoors, it's supposed to go away. But I think I think it's actually in my lungs at this point. So, uh, well, if I know you and mom at all, I would assume that the porch door is open. It can't. No, that's it can't be. That's how bad it is. Google Red Tide, everybody. Out I here. know what it is. I, 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 and oh, uh, so yeah, not just you. It's supposed to be over in November. Uh, well, we've been coming here what seven? About probably seventeen years, and we've never seen it before. So you can just imagine. But it's out of control. It's you. The, I, it's, it's almost funny because everybody's coughing. Like if this was a few years ago, everyone would be screaming COVID. But no, it's Red Tide at least. So. Yeah. Is COVID still, I mean, do we still have COVID? Is that still a thing? People still get it. I mean, not like really it can, it's not going anywhere, going anywhere. But Do we still have Dr. Fauci? Like, where is he? I thought I he stepped down. I know he's in a bit of trouble because his lab he, uh, caused He stepped something. down. He, he retired at, oh. at the end of the year. Okay. <clears throat> um, yeah, so no, I'm dealing with some red. It, sh- <laughs> it should be gone. That's the bad thing, but it's not, so... Oh, well. Uh, they have not named a replacement yet. Oh, good. Well, can't wait for that announcement. Almost as big as the Lindsay Whalen announcement, but uh, she got too emotional and didn't show up for it. Yeah, I be- which I actually believe. But I do, too. She's never not shown up to anything. I, I think... Part of- wait, sorry, I, I was going to say one thing, thing about... Well, yeah, is it about Lindsay Whalen? We're going to talk a lot more about her later. Well, no, it's something in general, but it does pertain to her. I know, like, people just find the show ultimately entertaining. And we do have to explain why Sam's not here again, which we will in a second. But I don't think people really understand how many times we say something and it happens. And it, or, yeah, it, I mean, I don't, I also like, I think they, you know, they take I'd like our to entertainment give us a lot of credit, credit. But I also think, like, we point out pretty obvious things a lot of times that people would, are just afraid to say very often. I, I wouldn't disagree. We remind me too later to talk about the new shot clock in baseball. I saw it firsthand. Pitch clock. Um, I, I yes, call it the I, shot clock. That's basically what it is. I will. I will. We, I think we're going to have an interesting show today because I don't. There's no like. Yeah. You know, we're we're at trade deadline semi, tomorrow. Yeah, we're at a, a semi-critical juncture in the NHL. Uh, but other than that, you know, it's kind of that part of the time of year where there's a lot going on, but none of it's super incredibly important because we're just a little bit before March Madness. PGA is underway, but we're not at any of the majors. Uh, you know, neither playoffs for NHL and NBA are ongoing. Spring training. So there's a lot happening, but I th- so I think we're going to have a good show. What I want to talk about with respect to Fauci is I was like someone else brought that up the other day. And I was like, yeah, I think he stepped down. I wonder if they've replaced him. They haven't replaced him, which is strange. And then I realized that the position that he held had only existed basically since COVID in, in 2019. Right. Uh, as the chief medical advisor to the president. So I was like, okay, that's sort of weird, but fine. 
Um, I feel if I say something negative about him, then it becomes political, and they'll think that I'm like a Trump. No, supporter. it's it's he's a it's, I, that guy did nothing. I'm well, sorry. here's where I'm going with like this just position in general. So this guy's named back in 2019 uh, as the chief medical whatever um and so sorry i'm going somewhere with this the trump names his guy who his wicked who i guess i I don't know what he's never been a real i shouldn't i don't want to say a real doctor but he's been like an army doctor i guess like you know where it was dr phil he went to medical school at the University of Texas. Like he's a he's a doctor. Um, although his undergrad is in marine bio. I started look I got deep down this rabbit hole the other day. So whatever. This guy's got kind of a strange background, which fine, not a big deal. He only lasts nine months. The position then sits vacant for a year during a pretty crucial year with respect to medical emergencies i would call december of 2019 to january of 2021 a pretty crucial time in the medical world wouldn't you there's stuff going on yes yeah so there's nobody and then they appoint fauci and he's around for two years fine you know say what you will about him that's okay uh very different than the last guy he's a doctor and he's been like a true practicing doctor not just a um whatever army and an army doctor is obviously a real doctor but this guy and he owned a piece of the lab that started this whole thing i'll continue yeah whatever interesting probably a good pick then if we're being honest well he kept Uh, that a secret though so what yeah what was what was he he hiding he kept it a secret now i am a trump supporter dang it yeah i mean you don't know Biden. i have a feeling Biden (laughs) knew that but uh and now the position's vacant again for two months so i'm like what's the point of this position what did they and do anyways? That's my point. Like why? Yes, and it's, and we've been like harping on these people for whatever, three years now. But from February 2019 to now, which is the length of the time that the position has existed, it was also vacant for a year. And it's been held by two people, one that was never like a true practicing doctor outside of the army and another that was like perhaps intimately involved. So I'm like, what's the point of this position? Are they ever going to fill it? Again, why? Why? Only. They, what a waste of money. They make a lot of money, too. For sure. And then there's like another title that's like physician to the president, which is like the president's personal doctor. But that's different. But then the first guy that Trump appointed was just also this position. It's all very strange. I went down this weird rabbit hole the other day. More of the story being like this position has not brought any. Let's just say resolution to anything. No, they did clearly nothing. didn't go well in this three year span. They've had it. I think we should just get rid of it. And clearly they don't care that much if it's been vacant for a year and then vacant again for two months. They um, yeah. And and it, when it was vacant, nothing was done. And when we had somebody, nothing was done. Two different guys under two different people. Yeah. So okay. I don't know. I, I guys, agree. I've never heard of the other guy for better, or for worse. I mean. No, I, I think I think confused. Dr. Fauci. I, I don't know. I, I do think he might have been a little shady, not not really. He was so willing to say it wasn't the lab, and now we find out that he owns a piece of it. But I don't even know. With Red Tide, I mean, it might as well be COVID. I don't know. And you know what's ironic about this whole thing? 
In my eyes, COVID started March 11th. Whatever year that was. That's when the NBA quit, right? That would have been 2020, yes. Yes. I'm literally sitting in the exact same spot as that when that took place. I don't know. Kind of weird. Ironic, maybe, perhaps. I mean, I would say yes, but you're going to sit in that same spot at about this time of year every year for the next. I know. I don't know how many years, but a long time. Yeah, I mean, I just got uh, confirmation for next year. So, Um, Did we mention, speaking of saving the world, that Sam's saving the world again and can't join us? No, I was going to let you do that because I know you, you, you know. Sam is like, you know, he gets a promotion and a. So sort of a promotion. And I mean, I don't want to belittle his promotion. So I'm, I'll just say he got a promotion and a bonus. And and now he's now he's actually working hard and can't join us as much. Now, well, the, is, it, is the seven the hour time. His still sick? Does she have red tide or he? Um, That I don't know. Uh, they're just swamped at work. Now, I think the five to six hour time difference doesn't help either. Yes. Because, uh, you know, you and I are in the same time zone, and I'm thinking of maybe trying to watch the wild tonight, but that starts in like at midnight. So, well, I'll get you to, I'll get you to puck drop. That's all I can promise, though. Well, thank God for ESPN. This is a, this is a side, uh, Bally Sports slash Xfinity note. Thank God for ESPN. Uh, plus for two reasons, well, actually, I can't watch bat Bally's wants me to sign up. I pay for, we pay for Bally's through our cable and they want us to sign up for a package to be able to watch it. I have no idea. Why? why. I don't know. I can't watch it on Bally's. Is it, that a recent thing? It must be. They maybe because they're bankrupt. <laughs> oh, I just they, watched it the other day on you, Bally's. I, thought. I, I don't I maybe it's because your computer is registered in New York or something. I, I don't know. But I cannot, I can't do it. So I, most of the time they're on ESPN too. And this is not going to be good. I don't think this individual listens to us. And I know he's in Vancouver and won't be tonight. But I listen to the opposing teams play by play, which I have to say some of them are God awful, (laughs) but I don't have to at least listen. I just logged into Bally on my computer just fine. Yeah, because I think your computer is registered in New York, right? I don't register. I mean, in well, New I don't know how York, that works. But... I yeah, I think that's. I can't do it. Well, maybe you could show me how next. Uh, I just I just logged in. I went to Bally and Stream, and I can't do it. It won't let me. It takes me to some package. I was laughing the other night, and this is why I texted you and Sam about it. I don't know if you watched when they played the Islanders. I did. I watched did the. Did you Islanders... listen to the Islanders broadcast? Well, I, I sure did. Yeah, it's a, it wasn't bad. No. Um, it was pretty good, I thought. Fair, reasonable. Yeah. But I was laughing because the whole pregame, like the crux of their pregame coverage was how like half the team is from Minnesota. Yeah. No, I know. Which is absolutely true. It was just kind of funny. I flip it on 15, 20 minutes before game time. And they're like, yeah, you know, the team's always got a little bit of extra buzz when they get to play in this arena. And I'm like, why are they saying that? And I thought about it. I was like, oh. And then they start like listing off all these guys. I was like, oh my god, they have like no, I know Hudson they have a whole they have like a whole graduating class. Not to mention they even showed um, <clears throat> they even showed uh, Anders Lee's high school uniform hanging yeah. in the uh, rafters, although it wasn't exact. Yeah, well, not uh, his, but a, a 
Well, they have one from every, yeah, they have one for, well, he actually has two high school uniforms, as you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh my God. OJ Simpson there. Uh, I just saw this on Twitter. Fox News. Oh, he's all in on this. Yeah. Coming up, OJ Simpson reacts to yep. the murder. What's the guy's name? Yep. Murdoch? Murdoch. Murdoch yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's pretty funny. You want an expert. There you go. Yeah. No, I, I, I mean, God, who's. I'm sure he's got some free time too. It'd be great to chime in, hear him chime in. <laughs> yeah, I, no, the Islanders wasn't. It's, that's MSG. Oh, theirs was pretty good. Uh, SNY. Oh no, they might be on MSG. Oh, I think it is MSG. It is. Yeah. Yeah. SNY is what the Mets are on. But you know. Um, you know what was weird about the um, about MSG? Their studio crew. Or you know how like we have uh, their pregame crew. Yeah, like Audra Martin yeah. and whichever ex player. Yep. When they're on the road, they're still in the studio, right? MSG has sends the. Sends oh yeah, they they were there. They send them there in the in the rafters. Yeah, that was. I thought the. I had the same thought. It's funny he said that. I was that was fascinating to me. I just never seen that before, really. Which I God, I don't know if it was the wild game. I was watching S and Y. I think like. Like the Jets aren't obviously on SNY, but all any Jets related stuff is on SNY. So I think it's Mets, Jets, and then they get like, uh, I think like UConn's on SNY. Same with like a lot of oh. the other New York colleges, like Fordham and Columbia and St. John's. Uh, no, because they're on the Big East with on Fox and everything. Oh yeah, that's. Um, there was there was one. Stuff uh, like that. There was a broadcast. It might have been one of the wild ones, and the other ones I was watching. Uh, you know, the the and the guy said they were so far away from the ice that he really couldn't see what was going ah, on. Ah, the and the the A10. I knew I was missing. What something. was that? Oh, the A10. The A10 is on SNY. They, I, they were like, it's kind of a random network, but they have like SNY. like they like sometimes they get a decent A10 basketball game. But met a met a huge uh, uh, today by the pool. A huge Mets fan gave me the. Asked me if I knew anything about baseball. I said no, and then uh, gave me the whole rundown on the Mets. And when he was a kid, he's probably you should have new, said no. He might have stopped talking to you. My he new friend told you more because you said no. Yeah, my new friend is in his I think seventies. He will, and he just has like he. Oh my god! Remember when I told you that Dallas was actually going to win with those two idiots? And oh good, they lost. They're up twenty. Well, the lead's down to five. They blew still eight minutes. There's still eight minutes left in the game. And they blew a 27. What what channel is that on? TNT? TNT, yeah. I have that. I should actually turn that on. Um, yeah, my new friend, uh, his I don't know, he told his kid played hockey or whatever, but he's a huge Mets fan. Uh, lives in Connecticut. Uh, was a Mets fan when he was little, when it was at Ebbets Field. So that shows you, who, my new friend, how old he is. But... He uh he's the one that was telling me how the, how great the new shot I'm gonna call it a shot clock, how great the shot clock is and how it just speeds the game up. I'm like, if you really need those 23 minute extra minutes, then God bless everybody. But everyone's acting like these baseball games now are gonna be like you know I mean granted they're faster, but it's not it's 20 minutes faster. Is it that big of a deal? It's funny you say that because I sort of have the same thought like. In the moment, 
there is no doubt when you're watching the game, it's, it's going by it, faster. It feels faster, yeah. And it feels a lot faster. But then when they're like, oh, on average, you know, whatever, the minor league games were 20 minutes faster. I was that's, like, who cares? That's not that much. No. So it's funny that it's like, I don't think it's, in my opinion, I don't know what the MLB was after with it. In my opinion, I don't think it's as much about like shortening the time of the game as a whole. It's about like moving the game along. If that makes sense, which in that sense, I think it will accomplish stuff. It's like there are some innings and some at bats and whatever. And now that they've cut down on the mound visits and whatever, like there were some plate appearances that just drag on because the batters step in and out. The pitchers got to reset seven times they throw three pickoffs like it's meant to, I think, eliminate those as much as it is just, hey, like, let's shave 20 minutes off the game. It's more about the pace of the game than the like end of the night, if that makes sense. Well, uh, a couple of things. The one thing that's apt that's actually going to speed the game up is that you can only throw to first twice. That's yeah, what's so going to speed it up. I, that's I'm curious to see how that plays out. Like, well, because some guy's going to throw over twice to uh, at some point, and then well, the guy's going to get throw. a running start. I yeah. mean, you didn't. Yeah. To be honest with you, if you throw, if you throw, if you once you've thrown over like, twice. You might I, there's you're done you're screwed you might as well go in the windup because the guy's oh, gonna steal anyways I must be missing part of the rule personally I don't I don't think if, so if you can only throw over twice that means after the guy can the second throw. time the guy's just gonna run because right. you can't throw over I don't know maybe you can step off but that seems counter to the whole rule I I think what's gonna happen is the first couple weeks it's gonna be out of control with this. Um, I think the pickoff thing's a little unnecessary. Yeah, I don't. Well, that's because they don't want them to. That's how they could stall not throwing to home. Yeah, sure. But I think this, like a lot of rules in these sports, they're going to, it's going to be ridiculous for the first few weeks. And then eventually they're just going to get close to the, you know, the, the clock might uh, go out and then. I, gonna, I jinx that the leads back up to like 11. Yeah. I was just going to say to you, by the way, that if I took the time to go on my little chart here because I don't know these channels and look at now. Yeah, I see. I can't stand watching Dallas, although I don't like Philly either. But what is going on with this guy's head? Looks like a lamb. I promise it was at five when I said yeah, that. Yeah, I took the time. So I had to look on my little thing because I don't have direct TV normally. I don't know the channels. And then I had to shine a flashlight on it to figure out the channel, which I did. But, um, yeah, yeah, no, so, I told I totally jinxed them. They, they immediately no, that's on you. came down the court and hit back to back threes. So, so anyway, so seeing it in person because we did go to that game, um, it does speed it up to a degree. I think they're gonna. I think they're just gonna. They're trying to prove a point, and I do believe, like a little bit into the season, that they're gonna. They're gonna peel it back a little bit. They won't get rid of it, obviously. But um, and I don't. Then it's going to cause arguments. I, it'll it'll if tw- if it, if it's shaving twenty minutes off, I don't think that's that big of a deal. No, that's what I'm saying. Like twenty minutes doesn't sound like that much, but when you're watching the game, it does feel a lot faster, and the pace is moving better. I I think I don't disagree with you that they're going to walk it back in certain ways. I, the pickoff thing genuinely does not make sense. I don't get that. Like one. no one's really talking about it. Like I guess no one will throw over a second time. Because that's the other thing. Like, once you throw over once, you know they're probably not going to throw over again, but you also have to respect, like, them starting their motion because if you just take off, they'll step off, and that counts as two, and they'll throw you out. But, like, that doesn't make a ton of sense to me. Um, well, to your point, I, you just step off. You're just going to keep stepping off. And yeah, then, that, I, then the, the clock. Count. 
to your point. Like that can't be exempt. Like it must count. So you, you can't not hold a runner on. I mean, that just doesn't make sense. I, so there's... I'm with you. I'm with you. And I think I, I have a feeling they'll like start to walk back. Like they'll turn the clock off for games that are within two runs in the ninth inning or something like that. Cause there are times where you don't want to be rushing these players. And uh, so I, I wouldn't be surprised right. if like you said, they, there are certain moments perhaps that they decide to turn it off. I mean, it's no different than the NBA and the NFL. Like the clock starts and stops in some scenarios and not others. Right. Like you don't have to treat every minute of a game completely equal. I feel like the uh, of all the sports that doesn't need a, uh, something like this, it's the NBA. These guys aren't looking to, to delay the game anyways. But No. Yeah, 24, I mean. Oh, my God, guess totally what? Luca's Luca's arguing. That's unusual. Uh, uh, okay. I'm gonna, right. uh, do you have anything else on the pitch clock? For, for uh, spring no, training, I mean, I guess. No. Anything from the well, spring training report? Well, uh, the Twins uniforms in person, I can't. Are they're they're sharp? They're not bad. The white ones did look good on TV. They look very clean, which I appreciate. Yep. Um, they, uh, I. It's very strange. Each every person seems to have a different hat on. Some are mesh, some aren't. <laughs> some look like the Marlins, some don't. Uh, it's uh, it's weird. And this part I don't understand. It was about 88 degrees, possibly 89 degrees. Perfectly sunny. Every single coach had a black a black hoodie on, long sleeve. I'm like, I don't. You don't want to be in the sun. That's fine. Put put a hat on and sunscreen. I don't care how. None of them were sweating. I don't know how that's physical. I was drenched. I don't know how it's even possible. And. They had probably 40 coaches, but I want to tell one quick story and then we'll move on. So we were talking, maybe I did tell you this, I don't know, but we're talking about the shift now, no shift. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So, so what they do now is they basically take, let's just say there's a righty up. The second baseman now is almost right. It's like an inch behind second base. So it's still sort of a shift. Yeah. They haven't completely got rid of it. But anyways, uh, our short that we were pretty close to the dugout. So I, no, coach number forty nine, I don't even know his Humble name. Brag. Who? Nothing. Go ahead. Tells our shortstop to move over like four. Lucas complaining again. Uh, oh, the break about might where we were sitting. Yes. I didn't say we were in the second row behind the dugout. Did it was I? implied. Oh. So it's great. 49 starts screaming at coach number 49, Flaherty or something like that. He says to the shortstop, he's like, uh, whoever it was. It might have been that Brooks Lee, actually, who is a monster, by the way. Huge. For those of you that don't know, Brooks Lee, I think, is our top prospect now. Yep. Anyways, he has a move over like four feet to his left to clog the middle up. Mm -hmm. May God strike me down if I'm lying. Within one second, the ball is hit exactly where he originally was standing. Goes through for a base hit. At that point, the pitcher looks at the in the dugout and throws his hands up like, "What are you doing?" Brooks Lee looks at the guy and goes, "What are you doing?" Every coach in the dugout looks at this coach and goes, "What were you?" And I could hear him. "What were you? What are you doing?" 
and he shows him this pe- he shows him this like list that he has in front of him like chart the guy batting for Tampa was number like 87 there's no way without a name <laughs> there's no way he had a chart on this guy we do not have a, a number 49 coach by the 47 way. 6 like what do we got we have a 46 yes okay what's his name that's tony diaz no not him oh okay so this is probably a well, minor tony league. diaz is 46 okay so no it's for i think it, it's 47 or eight I, he must be a minor league coach because trust me, it, it was the funniest thing i've ever seen and he's trying to explain to everybody what he did tony diaz would make sense the assistant bench coach slash infield coach it's not him. I, I don't want to say why. I know it's not him, but it's just not him. Let's say this guy looked. Uh, he 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 was he looked like he could be the leprechaun for Notre Dame. Okay. Tony Diaz would not be confused no. with that person. Do the, you don't think it was eighty-eight by any chance? What was his name? Pete Maki. He's the pitching coach. No, they have three pitch. No, I saw him. Well, they do have multiple. Yeah, he wasn't wearing a uniform. He had one of the okay. hoodies on. No, this I'm guessing it's a my. It was definitely forty something, and I'm sure he's a minor guy. And everyone's just looking like, "What are you doing, putts?" You know, just like over coaching. It. They have so many coaches. They have multiple pitching coaches. Uh, it was it was it was interesting to see, but uh, and Rocco's an idiot, but we'll just leave it at that. Well, it's I. His slice defense, I can't, I can't imagine he was doing much. He's absolutely... And Carlos Correa. Maybe my new best friend. I don't know. He chatted with me. He seems like a nice guy. It was the strangest thing. He sat with the coaches, had his armor on him most of the time. It looked like two of them, him and another guy were on a double date. And then he would he just turned and said hi to me. And waved at I, me. I'm like, hey. Listen, there's no doubt that we were his third choice. But I genuinely don't believe it was for anything other than money. And that's okay. Like, I think he genuinely enjoyed his time with the Twins. I think he genuinely enjoyed the way his family enjoyed their time with the Twins. I think for whatever reason, he likes the the coaches. It it was actually pretty obvious when you would watch games. Now, I respect him for wanting to go make more money. You should go do that if you can. Listen, we knew he was. I I actually genuinely believe if money was all – parts equal he would have come to the twins probably 10 times out of 10 but the money wasn't for a while and now it it, it became this, that's an offer so and all of a sudden you i know we're jumping around but that's okay that's the beauty of the show i know all of a sudden your um adopted team uh adopted team well the mets sort of don't you have to i suppose i would okay. pick them over now them. all of a sudden they had eight doctors look at them I mean, yeah, where's yeah, this yeah, coming yeah. from all of a sudden? Eight doctors all said he had the worst ankle they've ever seen. I just, like, he's never had an ankle injury. <laughs> like, I just and eight, and eight, eight, all of a sudden, they went from one doctor who they shared with the Giants right. to eight different doctors. Uh-oh, Luke is going to get a technical. He just got called for a foul. Um, anyways, I don't even know where we started, where we ended. Have we mentioned... A big shout out to WFNU 94.1 LP yet? Nope, you just did though. There's no, is Frog there an LP? Community, right? I don't think there's an LP. I don't know I th- why I say that. I thought LP's there was. LP's like for like records. I don't think it's Frog for radio shows. Town Community Radio. Maybe it is. I mean, maybe there is an LP. I, think I don't there know. Is. I don't know. I think there is. But, anyways, yeah. So, and uh, Connor's, Connor's Corner will be live again tomorrow. 
1030. Yeah, you'll, I, you'll, you'll mention it. You'll mention it after. Yeah, we'll do it. You'll later. mention when we're going into Connor's Corner at the conclusion. Yes. Uh, I forget. Um, oh, I anyways. What uh, word? I mean. It is, there is an LP. You're right. I still don't. I th- always thought LP was just for uh, records, but, you know. Oh, low power FM. Yeah. That's what the LP stands for. Okay. Um, Do we? I mean, is the show over? Do we say goodbye? No, we got we got 25 minutes. Um, okay. So I want to go to a situation you mentioned earlier because it's not too dissimilar to one that I've been dealing with for. Oh my God! Years. I know. Um, and there's a similar situation happening at another university that neither of us particularly like, but I have to give both coach and university credit for handling it very well. It's slightly different in that Mike Bray, the coach of Notre Dame, wasn't an all-world player at Notre Dame, but there is no doubt, unless you disagree with me, I don't think there's much doubt, that Mike Bray is probably... Well, he for sure has been the face of of Notre Dame basketball for he's been the coach there for what twenty plus years. There's probably an argument to be made he's their most successful coach in the history of Notre Dame basketball. I, I know his replacement, but go ahead. We'll get there, and that's fine. But they went to however many you know uh, yeah. tournament appearances. They've won multiple regular you know they've won multiple titles. They won the ACC tournament one year. I think they went yep. to two elite eights maybe um i don't remember exactly how far at a school not known yeah not known for basketball uh i know they went to a sweet 16 i thought they went maybe further than that one year but maybe not i mean he uh i think two elite eights right back to back years 14 15 maybe whatever uh sweet 16 in there and his time ran his course and he was whether he or the university was intelligent enough to realize that he said, I'm stepping down at the end of the season. He had his ride off into the sunset. He won his final home game against a ranked team. That ranked team wasn't very good, but they were ranked nonetheless. And then he went out to like the college bar and hung out with fans after it was all very well done. And people can, you know, appreciate him for what he brought to the university. We have two very similar situations where that completely is not happening. And one where it didn't really happen, but the person got out before it got too bad. I mean, obviously, what I'm referring to is Patrick Ewing. Uh, I think he did so much for the university as a player. You can never obviously undo that. You shouldn't undo that. I think you can separate the coach and the player and you can say, listen, he was a god awful coach that was here much too long. Uh, And it's a shame, honestly, that they never gave him that moment that Mike Bray got because he did win a Big East championship. Can't take that away from him. It was probably almost certainly a fluke, but he he did it. Um, But now people are just going to have a sour taste in their mouth for probably years about what he did to the program until it's back to somewhere half decent. And then we'll forget about it. And remember what he brought to the university as a player. Well, you know, my pick to coach, but I, we know. He and yeah, no, we'll talk about that when they actually fire him. They haven't actually said he's leaving yet. I mean, I'm assuming he is, but the one we really should be talking about because it is final and it is a very similar situation to that is Lindsay Whalen as the Gophers women's head coach who uh, today was announced they claim it was mutual. I think no. I probably semi-believe that. I, I think Coyle probably went to her and was like, listen, I know it's not working. You know it's not working. Like, I don't want to have to fire you. That's and she not was probably mutual. Like, and, and she was probably like, you know what? I think I think you're right. 
Okay, yeah. well, technically that's mutual, but that's, that's so. Really but she was the coach for what five years, and they were consistently pretty well, pretty bad. And uh, they're very, I, they were good her first year, I think, but not her is, team. This running. is where I think the bigger issue is. They've lost. They basically lose their whole team every year. They all leave. Well, so I, I, I don't know time. what. So there's no, I, I for sure, and that's part of that's actually I think my biggest issue with Ewing is. Well, okay, my biggest issue is two Big East wins in two years. But uh, if you want to go to, like, nitpick, like, which piece of his coaching do you actually hate the most, the defense is god-awful. The offense has no plan. Um, But that has been there at times. The offense specifically, in his early years, was much better. It's just gotten worse because I think he started to care less and he's in over his head and whatever. But what always bugged me about him was whether it was – Recruiting players who didn't work well together, recruiting players who did not fit with the university, refusing to play players he recruited. He did not develop a single. There's one or two from his very, very early years that he didn't even necessarily recruit. They were just there when he got there. But he really did not recruit, sign and develop a single player. Um, They had a super highly touted freshman five-star last year. He was there for a year, won zero biggest games, and went to the draft. And now he's idling in the G League somewhere. And he should have come back for a number of reasons, but why would he want to come back? And I don't think he wanted to transfer, and that's that. That's fine. But, like, similar to Whalen, yeah, it's great. She's got three top 60 players in this class, but they probably were going to leave even if she stayed because they've all always left for five straight years. Well, that's the other problem why here it might be worse than – well, first of all, Ewing is just a disaster. It's so impossible it, to be worse than that. I know, but she's losing Minnesota kids. He's not even losing kids that at least grew up there. But, yeah, it's – Well, he's never getting them in the first place. No, I, I get that. First. I get that. I mean – and it's, and to be honest, some of them he has, uh, but that's maybe neither here nor there. I mean, I, it's just so – well, should we stick with Georgetown first or – no, I, I actually don't. I was just comparing it to similar situations because it's like they are very similar. Obviously, Gophers yeah. women's basketball is not quite the national. hasn't always had, obviously, the national stage that Georgetown men's basketball. Well, they're going to lose them all. They're going to lose the entire team again now. So we're going to be doing this again. But if but that's, you know, whenever you switch a coach, you expect that to happen. And that's OK. It doesn't make getting rid of the coach the wrong thing. No, she was the coach you bring in can fix that. I mean, she was off. We've been saying this week after week after week after week how bad she was. So um, it's I guess not surprising. The only point I was trying to make, and where they're similar, is like it's never easy. It, it's a it's an it's a risk whenever you hire a legend of the university. And when you, and if we're not even thinking about go for women's basketball, if it weren't for her and those teams, carried them to their only not carry, but led them to their only Final Four appearance. The team is relevant and is – I actually read a, an athletic article um, about it where someone basically called the women's gophers coaching job like a sleeping giant of a job because of the history there and good facilities and they're clearly willing to spend the money and all this stuff. Um, more on my story being it's not what it is without her. It's not even near that. So it's a risk whenever you hire someone like that, especially if they don't have coaching experience. Patrick Ewing had no head coaching experience. He had no college oh, yeah, that's the problem. He had assistant NBA experience. Could have been useful, but clearly maybe wasn't. Lindsey Whalen had nothing. Um, nope. It's always a risk 
because there's no easy way out of it. And I think Ewing's an example of that. Bray at Notre Dame, they actually found a way out, which is great. Bayheim's not exactly landing gently and gracefully uh, in, in Syracuse right there now. There is zero chance. Of it all over. He, he cannot come back. That, yeah. that guy is complete. Well, first of all, he's lost it on top of And I guess my point is when you add a layer on top of just legendary coach to former legendary player, it's this weird thing of like, well, they deserve our respect. But as a player, as a coach, you've had five years for Whale and six for Ewing. Whale at least had a couple like just below average years. Ewing's, you know, the last two years have been unacceptable. Right. You could kind of see it coming. That Big East title run was a total fluke, and it's the only reason he's still employed. But so yeah, it's never going to be easy. But I, I guess my point of the story being, Georgetown hasn't found a way to get do it. Uh, Notre Dame did it in a very good way. Minnesota took a middle ground that maybe wasn't perfect, but I think it's right that they at well, least realized it was necessary. I'm going to break news on this show. I'm going to tell everyone, the orchard, the world, who the next head basketball coach at Notre Dame is going to be. And if I don't think anybody, I don't think this has been out there or anything, but I know for a fact who it is. You want to guess? Uh, Tommy Amaker. No. Okay. That was my guess. Fran McCafferty from Iowa University. Now you're going to wonder, why the hell did I pick him? Aren't you? Uh, I I can see why you would pick him, but yeah. You're also going to wonder I, why. Ask. Why would why would I pick him? Why would you pick him, Dad? No, I'm saying. Ask. Why do you think I picked him? Oh, I think there's just a lot of. Okay, I'll tell uh, you. Thanks. thanks for asking. Uh, former assistant coach at the University of Notre Dame. His wife, former star player. An assistant coach at the University of Notre Dame. They met while coaching at the University of Notre Dame. And one more fun fact is his wife, former star at the St. Paul Jewish Community Center, coached by a member of the Apples to Apples team. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I know. I bet. Yeah, that's I But you didn't see any of this coming, did you? Uh, I knew he used to coach at Notre Dame. That was what I was going to say, but I didn't Did know the rest of it. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, there it is. And so. how ironic that a Creighton Durham Hall girls player, a Notre Dame player, grew up playing at the St. Paul Jewish Community Center. Another fun fact. Oh. Go ahead. Where there's great basketball, there's great basketball. You can't help it, you know. I really wouldn't go that far, but yeah. Uh, you were coaching. So. Yeah, that's. I coached her. Look, look where she is right now. So Married that was a that was a lot of time on random things, but I think the moral of the story is, Gophers women's basketball uh, could should be and could be a very good team. We say it all the time with the men's team. If they too. keep them. But if. Even if they don't, it doesn't make getting getting rid of her the right move. Yeah. They may be bad again next year, but whenever you have turnover and coaching. No, I'm not know. saying. Oh, by the way, Ben Johnson, I don't know how he does it, just got another huge uh, commitment. Well, the other guy decommitted, so. Yeah, the best guy. 
that they've ever gotten yeah. decommitted. Yeah. This guy is Which, a, okay, but you know what else I just read about that guy? He apparently uh the leader in the clubhouse, if you will, to then to now sign him to scoop him out from under us. Would you like to take a guess who that is? Arizona State. The Louisville Cardinals. Who are worse than the Gophers. Do you know anything about the Louisville Cardinals this year? I just said they're worse than the Gophers. Uh, they may have the same. They may now have the same amount of conference wins. I actually don't know how many they ended up with, but yeah, they're terrible. They're absolutely awful. Unbelievable. So, which leads me to two conclusions, equally interesting. Yeah, money. Uh, one, it's completely about money, but two, that Louisville. Yeah, Louisville is four and twenty-six, two and seventeen in conference. Um, it. I can't imagine Louisville actually. It's surprising that Louisville can come up with more NIL money opportunities, whatever it is, than. Minnesota, but I could also see like Louisville basketball is everything in Louisville, so maybe there is actually a lot of NIL opportunities there, and it's and also they, probably cheating. So, well, yeah, but they we get, don't need to cheat now. So we, so he just picked up a recruit, a 2024 commit, who's a top hundred, whatever player from from Minnesota. He he goes to Cherry High. Have you ever heard of Cherry High School in Minnesota? The heck. Uh, no, I have not. Well, I mean, where is this guy coming from? Cherry High School. Mountain Iron Cherry. Yeah. I've actually never heard of it. No. No. It's pretty, it's good. He's decently highly rated. Actually. I know he is. I said he was. So, obviously. Iowa another... State, Nebraska, Iowa were the other ones. Huh. Yeah. Well, guess what? He'll be going to Iowa or Iowa State because well, there's still a Big Ten team. They're going to get one or two half decent guys every year. There's no doubt about it. I mean, geez, it, this guy, a lot can happen. There's a lot more games between now and 2024, so I can't see him uh, maybe actually, actually showing up. But whatever. I do think the Gophers will be a little bit better next year. I think he's a terrible coach, but Sam harps on this every week. They have a ton of guys actually hurt for whatever it's worth, which probably won't be much. A couple months. Um, but, help, um, help me understand when people listen to this, it's probably going to be after the fact. Clearly, what, do the are the Wild going to make one more move? Or I hope so. I also think what I realized today as I was kind of checking in, like some of the prices, if you will, for trades this year in the NHL are crazy. Did you see that today? Nick Bugstad, love the I guy, know. one of us, good good minutes, never got past our fourth, maybe third line, got traded for a third-round pick. That's insane. Like, that's a bottom-six guy that, you know, might score here and there for a third-round pick. That's crazy. Um, Russo said on the radio today that they're definitely trying to move Greenway. Uh, basically, he implied that— sucks. He didn't go that far, but he basically implied that the coaches are kind of pissed at him because they gave him that extension, and then he just showed up and was like, I think the words he used were laissez-faire, if you will. Yeah. Um, basically, he signed this extension, and now he's been lazy all year. He was late once. They had to bench him. Like, So I think they're just done with him as a player, as a person, which is That's fine. I think he sucks. Um, God, how are they going to replace his two goals or whatever he's got? Well, they, they did <laughs> with two guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, one guy's hurt. Yeah, which is, I mean, we'll get to and them. He pretty second, much but. replaced them. Yeah, exactly. Um, but he also said we'd be, we were getting linked with Domi from the Blackhawks, who eventually did get traded. Um, oh, he did? Who did he get traded to? Uh, Dallas. Oh. 
Um, and then the other one is still that we've been hearing is still Van Riemsdyk out of Philly and then Besser, obviously, if they can make the money work, although that's a that's an outside shot. So uh, I think they need to make one more. I think didn't Granlin get traded to Pittsburgh? Oh, yeah. And everyone ripped Pittsburgh apart. Uh, second round pick. And they're actually kind of a lot. They sent Domi and an AHL goalie to Dallas for their second round pick and Anton Kudobin, who is their backup goalie. I mean, that's like a real. Um, oh, I guess he's been hurt. So, but he well, was good when he was there. Speaking Blank. of goalies, the the Rams, the uh, Kings traded their goalie to Columbus, but then turned around and traded him to Vegas. He told it because he told Columbus he he wouldn't play there. He re, he basically was like, I'm not showing up until the deadline passes. Did so, they not know that before they traded for him? I don't think they did. Oh my god! I don't. I don't. You might want to check that out. People. Yeah, I don't. But like Columbus, is, they probably don't care because they're tanking and everything. I saw something today. The Coyotes who traded our, our friend Nick Bukestad that I was just talking about. For I still can't believe they got a third round pick for him. I'm shocked. I know. Of all of the cap hit that the Coyotes have now on their roster, would you like to guess how much of that is not like actual players on their roster? Not oh on yeah, because the- they just trade. They made another big trade too. Fifty-seven point six percent of their contracts are al- allocated to quote pseudo retirements, cap retention via trade, and contract dumps. So they're more than half of their contracts are for guys that they're not playing, paying, playing basically. Well, uh, that's insane. The fourth highest player on the Cincinnati Reds this year is Ken Griffey Jr., who's yeah. been retired for I don't know, I'm not yeah. sure how long. Yeah. Uh, cause they weird. use like the long time injury reserve, whatever. So back to the wild, um, yeah. they've been playing really well. Uh, the goaltending has been very good. Flurry seems to be back on track and Gustafson's been incredible. Um, besides Brodine, they've been healthy. Felino's a little banged up, but he hasn't been super impactful even when healthy. Um, the special teams have been phenomenal. I'm knock on wood. I'm sure when I said that they'll, they'll do something bad tonight, but, you know, they're still just lacking extra scoring punch. Hartman seems to be getting things right. Kaprizov is a man possessed. Um, yeah, but other than that, the NHL and goals. Other than that, like they just don't have anything. I think they think they hope trading for Johansson and then Nyquist, who's hurt for a little bit more, but hopes to be back before the playoffs. Like that'll unlock Boldy a little bit. It adds experience. Um, that way, you know, we still have Reeves, Shaw. Dewar, Duhame, who, well, all good and, you know, are, you know, play their part, have basically no playoff experience. And so you can swap in Gust, uh, uh, I almost said Gustafson, uh, Johansson, different Swede, and Nyquist, another Swede, actually, um, on the wings, which is important in, in situations like that. So I still think they need to make one more to be like a true contender, but this, I think, should be enough to kind of get them to the playoffs and then see what happens. But I know, I still think they're, you know, they're one more top six real scorer short. Yeah, I I would tra- uh, yeah, I suppose they can't make the the Brock Besser thing work, but I, I mean I you would, can always trade for him like That's what I would do and just I, get I, him here. And then worst case you figure it out, or if you don't figure it out, can't you just trade him in the what, offseason? Can I like question? I don't know how that works. I'm being honest. Going back to me watching the Islander game, Parisi 
uh, was the best player on the ice. Why don't we just get him back? <laughs> My God, I, I, if it wasn't for the goal. But uh, by the way, I've watched a lot of Islanders. He was when we played the Islanders in New York. He was terrible. We would he would have had seven goals the other night if we didn't. Uh, he he clearly was, as, and I get it. He was clearly playing a little pissed. My off God, he was all, except he took a bad penalty. But um, yeah. Well, I guess we'll see what happens. The deadlines tomorrow, Fridays. Yeah. Most people. I won't. think they'll still move somebody, just like a contract, because they have to at some point, anyways. I don't know if they'll make this. I, I I'm. I would have thought two to three days ago they for sure were. And I think the reality is, like, a lot of guys I would have thought they would have traded for have sort of been traded for. But there's still a couple guys I think they could go for. Um, so we'll, well see. They, I think they dump somebody for... for they got to save room for a gopher guy, too. Faber? They have the room. I mean, they have so much. They can take on, like, a 11... No, I meant, I, meant the roster, I meant the roster space, yeah. Well, he's a defender, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, he's... He'll they, be they ha- they'll just... I mean... They'll send Goligoski back to the. That's a guy that I, I would I bet that I think they'll trade. Um, Which is bizarre sap, because sap when he does them. play, when he does when he does suit up, he's on the power play. He's on no, the ice. He's on the ice almost the entire game. It's the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. I think it's terrible, but you're right. When he gets when he does play, he plays like he's a top. When he defense. suits up, when he suits yeah, up, he's. I, it's just weird. It's that I don't get. So I I would I think they might. One, out of kindness to him, we were talking about this, but two, just because I think it's the right move, trade him. Uh, you play Mermis for a game or two, and then Brodine will be back, and then Faber will join at the end of the year, and you see where he slots in. Um, but I think they'll do something. But I, I have a feeling it's not going to be the splash we want. And I, and to be fair, Garen, Garen it will do that. You know, he went and got Flurry last year. Like, he'll yeah. he'll try. They don't always work out, you know, and that's fine. He'll go and try for sure. I just don't think this year it's it's going to happen. In his it time could. here, he has tried to make big trades. In his defense, he's made big decisions. Uh, Flurry, the biggest of them, obviously, didn't work out. You know as well as we would have liked it to, but that's okay. Uh, it happens. You got to at least try. And I just don't think there's going to be the match this year because of our future cap implications and just who's left. Something we've talked about with other sports, but you know the Rangers need someone, they go get them. The Rangers need well, someone else, they go get them. Like, that's literally. How about Boston? Yeah. Like you're giving a team that's only lost eight games. To, uh, good play. Uh, it's just bizarre. The 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 Kane to Ra- the Rangers thing is like the exact epitome of what you're talking about, specifically because he literally had a full no move clause. He could not be traded anywhere without him saying. Huh. And everybody knew, didn't matter, New York fans, Chicago fans, New York front office, Chicago front office, Patrick Kane, his teammates, you and I, anybody who watches hockey knew that the only place he wanted to go was the Rangers. And so not only is it like, okay, well, New York just gets what they want like they do in every sport, but even more than that, it totally, which I don't care because they're in our division, but totally screws over the Blackhawks. They get nothing for them because New York knows like, hey, you're trading him to us, or you're doing nothing with him. And I know you don't want to do and do nothing with him. So it sort of screws over the Blackhawks in a way, which right. is just it's crappy. And I, I think that's like that. I, and I get you do that to yourself as a team. And I get it's to put more power in the players' hands, which is fine. In a game like hockey that doesn't come around very often, so I'm not against no move clauses. But that's where I think, as a team, you don't always think about it like 
at the end of the day, I'm sure they do, but I'm just saying we don't always think about it. Like it's not just a matter of, oh, I can only trade them to a few teams. It's like, and those few teams know that and they use that to their advantage. They have all the leverage. Yeah, well, I, the Blues got a uh, Blues guy. What, Feder, what's his name? Fachinko? Tarasenko. Tarasenko, you should see the goal he scored tonight. You should see the goal he scored tonight. Holy crap. You'll see it. Um, can I just uh, I, I just delve into something different? Cause it's, yeah, since, we got like five minutes. So it's well, since, well, it's not that different, but I, since you made me turn TNT on, I left it on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Russell Westbrook is. Are these teams going to realize that losing goes wherever he goes? They haven't won a game with him, but they. I were you watching it just not a second ago? I my back is to it. And by the way, I. Uh... <laughs> my pins. friend just texted me. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you about it in a second. Um, well, anyways, he I had watching my back. Sorry. And the other thing I was going to say is the Wild already scored. So they clearly heard everything I was going to say. I was saying about them not being able to score. Oh, yeah, even... was Kaprizov, of course. Who scored? Kaprizov, of course. Of course, yeah. Duke relative Kaprizov, the only way we score. My Literally God. 45 seconds into the game. But okay, go ahead. With I, I'm confused if it's good when they score first or they're down three goals and come back. But 44 <laughs> seconds into the first period. Yeah. How the hell they did that even off. happen? They won the faceoff. They were in their zone. For 45 seconds and got a goal. Oh, my God. Uh, Russell Westbrook was um, at the top of the key with the ball. There wasn't anyone within 40 feet of him, and he didn't even look to shoot. <laughs> what disrespect. But, uh, yeah, losing just follows that guy. So congratulations to the Clippers, who are, what, 0-4 with him or something? I don't know. They don't inspire confidence in me. Now, one of those... We did beat them, so I shouldn't rag on them too much. But um, that was a good win in L.A. like that. That was a good win, I think. So. If, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, he scored 40. I mean, that is crazy. Told you. I can't wait to uh, hear what the uh, opposing uh, announcers have to say. That's <laughs> <laughs> all so I'll be watching it until I fall asleep in 10 seconds. But... Um, is there anything else even? PJ Fleck keeps losing, guys. What's going on there? It's the I I I, I don't could care less. But. That's kind of where I'm going. Like we could we could debate PJ Fleck until the cows come home. I think we have very different fundamental no. views of of it. But the only thing I will say about quote unquote losing players, it's 2023 in college sports. That's that's the game. Oh. Um, That's the game. Now, this is going to be completely out of left field. They Did also you... signed a, like a highly, pretty highly rated quarterback for 2024 today. Oh, that so. makes sense. Because, anyways, uh, did you see on uh, T-Mobile Tuesdays we can get for free the MLS package? I actually did. I did actually see that. Yeah. I don't even know what that means, by the way. But uh, Yeah, I did see that. I, I, yeah, I, I they're on like Apple or something, right? Yes, you'll uh, you'll you'll never watch it because of it. No, I'll never be. No, I'll never unless you guys are home. I'm I sort don't of down. really want to watch it much because I. No, just, I'm down on them anyways. I don't really care about that. Well, and also, uh, of course, their best player is mysteriously still absent. He's suspended. Only, 
Well, he suspended because he didn't show up. He's still not there. It won't, it won't but matter. the league suspended him. I think the loons didn't care. So I, who knows? Whatever. But he still is. He's still in Uruguay. Like it wouldn't matter. It's not like he's there. Like is he, he not allowed to leave the country did. or something? No, he just doesn't. He just didn't want to come. They don't know. They have not been able to like make contact with him. It's like a whole thing. Oh, he did wish um, him luck though. But go ahead. Oh, nice. Um, their normal striker is actually stuck not stuck but in paraguay he's paraguayan getting his green card Ugh. so they're missing their two yeah. best attacking options not necessarily the two best players they're missing 100 percent their best player and then their starting striker and of course they go out and win on the road in their first game like uh, it, it, that it's a team that makes absolutely zero sense i yeah, I don't, I don't understand. I think they're poorly coached. I don't know who's. I do. And then they go out and win a game like this, and I'm like, well, I, maybe I don't know. Like, I, well, maybe the other team sucks. Who knows? I have no idea. Um, this is good. I'm not gonna pretend like I do. Yep. All right. Well, uh, I think Sam will be back next week. Maybe. Oh, we still on the air? I yeah. thought we said stay tuned for the hottest radio show on the planet Connors corner right here on WFMU. Just because